This is the Over the Coals podcast, where we're taking a no-bullshit approach. We're bringing our favorite chefs, farmers, and producers of some of the best food with the least agenda and just the admiration of ingredients, traditions, cultures, and honestly, just what I call the obsession. A lot of respect going out to our sponsors, Hardwood Brothers, the premier kiln-dried firewood. All the crazy fires you've seen me light over the few years have been fueled by those guys, and uh, I appreciate the support and the nudge by them to put this platform together and uh, get down to what we love about food and, and make things real for you. So uh, go to their website, hardwoodbrothers.com. Use my uh, my code. It's Angelo, A-N-G-E-L-O. Write it down. Don't forget it. And uh, if you're a pizza maker, hit me up. You know, Let's, uh, let's talk wood. <laughs> Yes, let's talk wood. <laughs> unfortunately, I don't know if it's unfortunately, but I seem to do that a lot in life. But uh, uh, our Hardwood Brothers sponsors were the fuel behind those wood-fired ovens at the One Bite Pizza Festival this weekend. I couldn't attend. I was busy doing a private party. But uh, all those fires lit down uh, in Brooklyn, right? It was uh, Yeah, it was down at Coney boys. Island. Yeah. They cooked a lot of freaking pizza. I know. I'm so sad I missed it. I really am. Anywhere I didn't get a chance to go either. Anywhere there's a lot of pizza I want to be. Yeah. So, Well, okay. So, episode three. Uh, as normal, I don't love the, uh, I'd like you to introduce yourself to everybody. Instead of us giving you this thing we want to hear. Sure, sure. Uh, my name is Mike Puma. I'm the founder of Gotham Burger Social Club. Uh, kind of an Instagram page that was rating burgers that is now entering into its first restaurant. We were opening up a brick and mortar in less than a month. It's the bottom of the eighth inning right now, isn't it? I had it so easy doing pop-ups. Why the fuck am I doing (laughs) I know. Now you're making yourself crazy. Just like me. Idiot. That's let's let's talk about Gotham Burger Social Club. When how did sure. it start? When did it start? What was what was it all about we, then? Uh, October is the ten year anniversary of Gotham Burger. Which, oh wow! Wow! You know, it's a very organic story. It's a fun story. I do like to tell. I mean, we've had followers from the get go. Like I remember when you guys went for your first burger meeting, and the way it all started was out of a magazine. There were twelve best burgers in New York. I literally took a a picture of that cover. Sent it to everybody on Facebook and said, who wants to do a pizza tour? A pizza tour. Burger tour. I got pizza on the mind. Um, (laughs) And said, who wants to do a burger tour? And we'll hit one of these every month. And give us a fun reason to get together, have some fun and shits and giggles. Huge response. Mm -hmm. Um, That's when I realized, all right, this is going to be like herding cats. I've got like 20 guys that want to meet for a freaking burger. (laughs) I was thinking maybe it'd be like six, eight of us. We'll, you know, have a little fun. But I'm like, all right, 20 guys, let's do something with this. I said, this could be interesting. And I started an Instagram page. It was right at that moment in, in 2013 that I realized Instagram was not a filter. Mm. It was a, a page. I wasn't even thinking of it as a social component because I said, mm. who the frig's going to follow us? Who cares about these bunch of guys <laughs> going to eat burgers? It was just something for us to look back on and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, one of the things I'm kind of proud of, as opposed to a lot of the pages that are out there today, is when we started, there was no such term as an influencer. Mm-hmm. Right. No one was doing it to influence anyone. Yeah. You, you stepped in shit, and it just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. And if you were good at what you did, and you built a, a following and a reputation, people appreciated it, and they followed you, and uh, the rest is history. But, you know, today everybody's trying to come out there to do it, I think, for the, some of them for the wrong reasons. Some Absolutely. of them putting out some good content. Some of them are just trying to get a free meal. But, oh, yeah. you know, that's... I know a lot of those. That's neither here nor there. But um, Well, the thing I notice is, 
like you said, the word influence wasn't a thing back then. No. And I think it became a thing. And it, and for a little while for me, it had, a, it had validity to it because if you're going to, I love the fact that if I do something, someone else wants to try it because they never tried it or never heard of it. Now I think the word influencer has such a negative connotation in a lot of ways for people like me personally, because we're out, we do, we do, we're both in the food business. Now we'll get to that. Now you're yeah. fully in the food business. <laughs> now you're locked in. But, uh, you know, it, now it's now it, to me, it means somebody who wants to get paid to show your food. And they'll tell everybody they love it and they're not being honest, you know, and, and I, I'm and not a fan. that's the real paradigm. Yeah, that's yep. a, you know, you're, you're invited to a lot of free events. Some people are being offered money to post about this stuff. And listen, you, you don't want to be an asshole. Guy comes in, he's offering you a free dinner, a free meal, and wants you to post about it. I've had many conversations with people who say, you know, I'd, I'd rather not share this experience. It just wasn't great, you know. Exactly. I'd rather than bash you. Nobody wants to go out there and be a jerk. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that integrity out there is, is a tough thing because everybody else, the best, this was epic, it was great. It was a free meal. Everybody's the goat. Everybody's yeah, a legend. Everybody. Every place, you know. And, and to me, I know a few that will claim how great things are and on the back end tell me it sucked. And you know what? I would rather get no review, like you said, than a fake review. I don't appreciate any bad reviews. If you don't like something, keep it to yourself. People yeah. have businesses. There's a fine line, and yeah. I, I've been guilty of it myself. Um, but, you know, one of the things that happened was the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. Guess what? There were no, no, no new burgers to review at this point. And, and in 2017, I was presented with an opportunity with an animal rescue organization called Social Tees, and it was their idea for me to do a burger at an event. And I said, okay, I'd love the... What well, year was that? This was 17. Oh, wow. And that was the first event we have, uh, that I ever offered a burger. Um, and that led to another event, to another event. People were like, what do you mean I can't get this burger? Slippery I'm like, slope, I, have a, I have a career. This wasn't what I was doing. It was literally, it was just one fundraiser after the other and maybe a special event here and there. We weren't even doing pop-ups. Mm -hmm. This was literally just the Jeff Michener event, the Carl Ruiz event, mm -hmm. um, Koshan, we did that. Uh, we did a music festival called Gather. That was one of our first big ones. Uh, but we were just doing it for fun. Right. But That's how some like, of the best things in the world happen. But people were like, what do you mean you're not selling this burger? So I'm like, oh, we'll look, look for the next event. We'll see <laughs> right. in a few months. Fast forward to the pandemic. There were no more burgers to review with my friends. There was nothing for me to set up and go try new restaurants. Um, a couple of bars knew that I did this burger, and they reached out to me and said, hey, will, will you do pop-ups at our place? We know you do this burger. We need to bring people out. Mm -hmm. I said, sure. Why not? I got nothing else better to do right now. I'm <laughs> sitting at home twiddling my thumbs. Things are horrible. World's coming to an end. And I guess it was June of 2020, we did our first pop-up. Mm -hmm. Here comes Mike and one of my helpers, Nina, set up a table, a grill, and there was a line down the street. We were so caught off guard. That's awesome. Holy like, shit. Oops. Yeah, like literally. <laughs> and, you know, you, you make your mistakes early on. You, we left cheese out in the sun, just melted. Mm. I'm like, I got to find American cheese well, somewhere. You, well, you got it right a, from the source. So it was yeah, you got to get a creamy. Uh, <laughs> so I found a bodega across the street, mm. got, I don't know, five pounds of cheese sliced up, and... Uh, Rest, I mean, it just took off. I mean, well, now since then, there's been a line ever since. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a we've, huge. We've line. built a community. We 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 developed something more than a pop up. You know, back three years ago when we started doing this, you went to a pop up, you got handed a plate of food, 
you exchanged money, and you went on your way. Right. Maybe you sat around and talked for a little bit. We, you know, what happened was the lines were just insane. I'm like, I got to find a way to entertain people, and we got to <laughs> we got to do something here. So we started playing music. I started handing out shots. We started having fun. Oh, shit. And yeah. guess what? You're going to spend the afternoon with us. Let's at least have fun rather than you just standing in line mm-hmm. for two three hours. And I think one of the best comments I ever wrote, uh, ever uh, read on Instagram was so, somebody complained about I would never wait three hours for the burger. And one guy's like, I would wait five hours for that burger. I like that. You know, and when I it like comes it. out of somebody else's mouth, yeah. it's, it's so yeah. much better. It's just like, Absolutely. okay, great. Um, and we just created, you know, the, the, the term vibe has been overused. We've all heard it a million times. But we created a vibe. We created something that was fun and something, especially during the, the heart of the pandemic, it was, a, it was a rescue place for people to come to. You yeah. know, it was finally like sanctuary. I can go out, right? We could have some fun. And, you know, since we're outside, it felt safer and all that fun stuff. Um, and it just took off. And then the opportunity came to open up a restaurant. And I'm like, you know what? I, I'll kick myself in the ass if I don't do this. Like, it, we were having so much fun. Angelo's worked with us. Anybody who's ever been to one of our pop-ups just sees how much fun. I mean, the comments that I get on Instagram are just like, you guys look like you're having a fucking blast doing yeah. this. And I'm like, we You really develop are. a culture. You have a we culture really that people are. want to yeah. be part of. We have a great time doing it. So I wanted to bring that energy into a brick and mortar, and I figured out what's the best way to do that, an open kitchen. Got bar seating, open tables. The restaurant's pretty airy. And hopefully, you know, we'll have that same energy, the same playlist, the music that people have loved, and they can still see, you know, the action of the burgers being smashed, see some familiar faces in the restaurant. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we're excited to open up. It's going to be about a month from now. We're looking at probably the second, third week in October. And and tell everybody where it's going to be. I've been there. It's a, a city called New York City. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> it's Manhattan. Manhattan uh, downtown. Uh, Lower East Side. Uh, Essex and Rivington, one thirty one Essex. I like saying one thirty one Essex. It has a good, it has a good, good feel to it. it and rolls off I, the tongue. I was there when you right not long after you signed the lease, so it's probably completely different from last time I saw it. But it uh, is, it is. They're they're moving fast after you know a couple of delays that we had. Uh, I think that's a common tale in every oh, restaurant's yeah, book. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're moving full full speed, and things have been really picking up picking up the pace. But yeah, we're excited to get the place open. Oh, yeah. I think there's many, many people excited for this to open, including me. Uh, and I do love the – Do you, when it comes to the neighborhood, it has that feel because it's around all these places you've been doing pop-ups for, for the last three yeah, years. Yeah, we're doing things the complete opposite way of most restaurants. The way most restaurants have to open is you open and then you hope to bring customers in. Mm-hmm. And you hope to build your social media presence and your online presence and your buzz and all of that. We've been doing this for three years now. Yeah, you have We've the already, audience. We already have the audience. We've yeah. got people literally yelling at me online because they went to the restaurant and it wasn't open. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and don't go struggle. by Google. And they're like, why don't you contact Google and fix that? <laughs> like, you got a phone number? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, good luck. Getting in touch with Google and Yelp and all these, and all it's, you, it's YouTube, everybody. And I feel bad for anybody pain. who ventures downtown, goes to the restaurant, see so we're not open yet. Um, but yes, we are trying to... Work with Google. If anybody works for Google and wants to reach out to us so we can fix our Google business profile online, please reach out to us. Don't you love that? You have to, you have to beg for assistance from these pages. I've been there. Right. It took me over a year to get uh, Yelp to even put that my old store was 
closed, even though I right. sold it, it, they they wouldn't do it. They yeah. wouldn't take it out. The problem with these large companies, especially in the technology sector, is they don't want to talk to you. That's, no, that's the thing. Yeah, they they want to hide behind the veil. Yeah, yeah. They, they make it as difficult as possible. Yeah. They don't it's even like have your phone utilities them. company. Yeah. yeah, they don't want you to talk. They don't want to talk to you. You got you to gotta hope, hope they'll respond to an email because there's right. usually no phone numbers. No. And, and, and it, now it's you're swinging in the breeze. And that's the problem. One of the things that technology is how, you know, how can you make something so, you know, controlled by a technology where, to me, speaking to a person, <laughs> whether it's the phone company or you're calling the supermarket, it's a struggle. And to me, you, you can get at least straight answers or you can tell people because you, you, we've all gotten those, those oh, uh, so automated, automated where they can't under, even understand what you're saying. Totally. God forbid there's a noise in the background. They think, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? We didn't understand. Yeah. So it's, uh, I know the struggle. But Lower East Side, are you going to keep doing pop-ups? We will do strategic events, things that make sense for us to grow the brand. Um, my job is going to be in the restaurant now, you know, I, to, to do them on a regular basis. The fun thing is, uh, which we're excited to share with everybody, is we Rivington is a pedestrian street on the weekend. So we can close that off and hopefully have a little fun with our neighbors, oh, maybe throw some badass. block parties, yeah. do some stuff the old-fashioned way. Maybe we can get this guy, my machine, to come make some pizzas <laughs> outside. I would love that. Who knows? I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. But I would love the idea of you know incubating other pop-ups, kind of the way we started out in front. I love that. Come introduce your brand to some people. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we could have a lot of fun with it. And I'm excited to also share some new recipes, some new menu items uh, with people. I mean... Thank God they're not burgered out yet. They still come for burgers every week. It's well, that's the thing. I, burgers are one of those things to me that I really don't get sick of, especially a good burger. I say that about pizza. Same with pizza, burgers, I don't know, meatballs, maybe, yeah. you know, French fries, stuff like that. It's If it's a good product, I'll eat it every day. Every day. And I've, every pop-up I've helped you with, every event we've done, I've eaten at least a few burgers. <laughs> <laughs> and never got sick of them. You end up going home smelling like burger and onion, which... People don't like. I like. I kind of like it. I feel Don't like. Mind it. I feel no, like we're gonna make a candle. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good, a good idea. idea. Yeah, you should do a little Gotham Burger candle. Yeah. It smells like onions and butter. And <laughs> yum, 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 yum. I love it. So the pop-ups will be around, but strategic. We'll we'll still do stuff. Maybe you know, as we venture out. Hopefully, this will be the first of many mm-hmm. restaurants, and we'll look to do more in Connecticut, New Jersey. Um, you know, everybody's always asked us to come uptown. Mm. Uptown's tough. There's we need space to do what we do, yeah. um, and they just don't have the same space up there. But, you know, we'll always look for something that's fun, if it makes sense. This week, we're doing Sound on Sound Music Festival in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's, John, uh, John Mayer, a little uh, Red Hot fun. Chili Peppers. I know, it looks fun. Should be a fun one. I was going to see if you need someone smashing burgers. You want to flip fries again? Remember Gumball? Me and Flea, oh yeah. I thought Absolutely. that one was going to kill me. That's amazing. I, I said know. yes to another music fest, festival. Well, is this, how many days is this one? Two. Two days. Okay, well, Gumball was three, right? Gumball, I think, was, was it three? Yeah. Right, and, Saturday, uh, Sunday? That was an interesting uh, interesting time we had over there, right? Thousands I mean, when I look back at, at what... I was able to do by myself at one point. I mean, I remember looking at you Sunday night, be like, you, you want to help me break this stuff down? Like everybody left. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm getting this shit in the truck. Yeah. I remember. And of course, because of a, an event like that, insurances and all that, you have to wait till everybody's gone. All yeah. the guests have to be gone yeah. or you can't bring in any vehicles. You can't bring anything out. So at one point I think we were just sitting on benches or couches and waiting Drinking beer or whiskey yeah. or probably both and waiting for everybody to get the hell out so we can bring the van in. Yeah. You know, people don't realize just how much work goes into those. Yeah. One, to get product there safely. 
um, and just the logistics of just moving that many pallets of buns so that they're not destroyed or, you know, coolers full of ice and everything. Like, it's a beast. So if you're a big corporation that's got, you know, 100 employees and they've got staffs of people that can do the prep for you and, you know, 20 coolers ready to go, just a one-man show that thing is just a lot of freaking work <laughs> it's never it's never easy but it's a lot it's a lot harder when you're still you know going through the paces and learning what to do like you you said i'll never do another big event like this i remember but here we are and here we are but well, i will also the people that i work with have also mm-hmm. been amazing i mean i've had we've already signed on a team i've had people leave their current jobs already oh wow and they've taken pay decreases mm. Because they see the bigger picture with this company and they want to be part part of it. Um, It's that culture, man. Yeah, I mean, I think we're almost fully staffed, which is unbelievable. That's great to hear. Yeah, well, that's the thing. There's a lot of us, and we're going to, this is a good, I like this transition. There's a lot of us who want to be a part of something more than just a dollar sign, more than just a, you know, so to be a part of something that's beyond just paycheck and beyond just getting the day done and getting going in and coming out, it's attractive. I mean, you mentioned. You had a career when you started 2017 until yeah, I recently. left that January 1st. Let's After the, 30 years on Wall Street, I said, I had enough. I said, it was literally the, the, the feeling I got from doing an event or a pop-up and interacting with people every week was greater than any day in the office. Oh, yeah. And some people couldn't wrap their head around that. Were you happier? It sounds like you were. Happier now? Yeah, doing oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about this a little bit earlier. I can't get into any great detail, but I, you know, the, there's something that happens in the corporate lifestyle, right, comparative to something like what you're doing now. You, I would assume you're happier yeah. than being stuck behind 100%. four walls. And 100%. And, it, a and it's a grind. It's a lot of work. It's physical. Um, but I wouldn't change it for... Or anything. Absolutely. And also the fact of doing pop-ups and having to have equipment all over the place. Oh, yeah. That's one thing. We we were at midnight on this on the side of the street unloading uh, griddles and unloading. Done it all. You Done have all. stuff you, you open up the truck and you go, shit. You know, <laughs> I forgot propane. Guess what? You're not finding propane in Manhattan anywhere. Exactly. Like, and you, yeah, it's true. And you're, and you're now that you'll have a brick and mortar. You're going to have kitchen, open kitchen, and then and storage and all that. It's almost like you're going to be spoiled where you're not, you don't have to go because we used to have to go to Queens to pick up stuff to the Lower East Side. So now it's like, wow. I'm still doing it right up. now. And I got a, a Instacart. I think you told me about yeah. Instacart. Oh, Instacart's the shit. Huge plug. You guys should 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 probably pay us to, to plug you guys. They have changed my life. Yeah, we don't change yeah. my life. Mm-hmm. It's easy. You know what? We don't we don't go grocery shopping anymore at my house. We just my wife Point just clicks the carts. Everything yeah. from That's warehouse it. orders like Sam's Club to play a little bit grocery. more, but you don't have to leave. Yeah. Sometimes you can't leave. The time worth, is worth money. the price of admission. Yeah. yeah. So Instacart, <clears throat> Instacart. If you uh, Instacart, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. So I mean, look, everyone has motivation to what they do, and we all have jobs to pay our bills. But at the end of the day, a lot of people still seek that fulfillment that. I know I get, and I know you get, and I know Rick gets too. When we're feeding people and we're hanging out with people, people are enjoying yeah. what we're doing, and you know, uh, we're, yeah, we're as, as good as our food is, it's more than that. Yes. Yeah, it is much more Absolutely. than that. It, it is about building a community, mm-hmm. building a family, building connections. Um, you know, we always say like nothing tastes better than memories. Oh, that's a and great when, line. When people come in, you know, to a pop up and they bite that bird, they're like. Just as good as I remember three years ago, five years ago. That's, I yeah. love that. And, you know, I, you know, I'm getting stories now. People are coming up to like, we met at your pop-up two years ago, and she's showing me a rock on her finger. She's like, we're engaged now. Oh, oh that's, cool. that's cute. We had two of them this that's week. That's cool. I'm like, that is awesome. Just to be a part cool. of somebody's yeah. story. 
It's much bigger. Hopefully, than they'll Burger. be uh, booking you to do the the cocktail they, hour. They, or something. they, they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. Burgers, that's cool. Yeah, they're like, all right, what do we have to do to you know get you for the cocktail hour or the yeah. after party? That's such a good story. It's something so in good. food that you know, and it has to be the right person. Not everybody's the same. Not everybody's going to to enjoy it the same or or get a part of it. Some people just eat to eat, and I get it. But for us, growing up, all, all of us, our our life, everything was around food. Good things, bad things, family stuff. I mean, most stories I know I have that are, are memory laced is is around the table in some way, you know. Yeah. And creating a, a, a whole group of of memories and a whole group, a whole generation, you could say. We look back in twenty years of people that have kids that you were, you know, you were conceived two blocks away from the Gotham Gotham Burger <laughs> Social Club. We were drunk on burgers, but no, it's 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 much more than that. Yeah, and that's where my burger came from. It's a very nostalgic burger. If anybody's had it, um, kind of reminds you of that fast food style. But elevated. We're using mm-hmm. much better ingredients. I think our cooking technique is is a little better. Uh, but it should evoke some memories of your childhood. Yeah. I don't think it should be, you know, that's what a burger is to me. I didn't grow up eating, you know, aged beef burgers, right. uh, you know, with, with sous vide onions and all this other. And, like, and no. foam ketchup. And yeah, <laughs> no, that wasn't. That wasn't on my menu at the Puma household. Exactly. And that's, and that's, you know, a lot of people, we all grew up around just simple, delicious stuff. And the pretentiousness ruins it. Being in the city, and I've never had a business in the city, you know that there's a lot of pretentiousness, a lot of fake fake food, there's a lot of personality over There's a lot of stuff with shock value now. And it's sad because that is what gets the reaction on Instagram Mm -hmm. because that's what gets shared and then it feeds through the Instagram. You say, look at this piece of shit this guy made. And it starts going viral. Yep. Um, Yeah, I think, you know, when it comes to certain foods, pizza, burgers, simple, Mm -hmm. right? Pastas. Simplest ones are the best. Keep it simple. Don't try and get too fancy. Yep. Don't overthink it. Make it right. Make it taste good. Make it hit some sort of nerve in somebody, whether it's nostalgia or creating something new. And when I started doing this burger, there were no real smash burgers in the city that I had like, like this. When we started doing pop-ups, it was me and George Motes were the only two people, I think, doing a smash burger or a pop-up at that time. And now we see, you know, 50 places oh, pop yeah. up since. And, and I know all these guys have been to my pop-ups. I yeah, see them and I'm like, yeah. really? Now you're opening up your own place? That's why you're standing over my grill for three <laughs> hours on a Saturday afternoon? Taking notes. Yeah. But, you know, they're not me. They're, they're not going yeah. well, to they're not gonna do what we can do. You right. know, we we have had this conversation before about, you know, people can do the same things we do, even replicate what we do sometimes. But if people get it and connect with us and how we do it, it'll never replace. It'll never be the same. And that's why, you know, me, I remember we met during the pandemic because of the pop-ups. I went down there and ate like a savage. I think no. I had three. I met you. We we met online. Remember you sent me that picture, a DM of your, your, your penis? You slid oh, yeah, in his DMs? Right. It was that really <laughs> zoomed in picture that was a little blurry. <laughs> I'm like, that is not yours. <laughs> That's a tuna can. <laughs> I saw what you were cooking and I'm like, right, where's your place? And I came yes, during the pandemic. Right. I, did, I met you before the burgers. That's and right. I came to your shop yeah. in Jersey and uh, went home with bags full of stuff. Poor cat. I remember that was the first time. I think I ever had a real porchetta really? in my life. And it was just absolutely incredible. We ate it for days. Um, and then, I don't remember the next, I forget when you started cooking with me. I know I probably needed your help. I think really it was a few months time. later or something. I, I can't remember. You know, it's, it's it's such a blur. The whole pandemic turned into such a friggin' blur. It did. You know, but I almost forgot that we did meet before I had your burger. So you can tell I'm not using you for your burgers. Yeah. I didn't even know. <laughs> and then I think, I was, I think it was before. just as we were growing, I'm like, all right, I need help. And like, I didn't know where to turn to. Mm. So I looked at people that I knew. And I'm like, yeah. 
you, you want to join in? And at the time, a lot of people had a lot of, like myself, a lot of time on their hands. And we did this. And yeah, I remember talking to Nicole, one of the girls that works for us. Mm-hmm. And it was when, it was that time during the pandemic when things were going to be opening back up. They were talking about indoor dining again. Yeah, teasing us. And I'm like, I guess that's it for us. And she's like, are you out of your fucking mind? It I got said, worse. I said, but no, who's, why are they going to come and stand outside in the cold or the hot? I mean, we did the stuff 25 degrees to 100 degrees. When they can go inside, stay warm, stay cold, cool, and enjoy the indoors. That's what we do as New Yorkers and diners. She's like, Mike, this is much bigger than this. She's like, you're out of your mind if you think people aren't going to keep showing up. And they did. And they got crazier and crazier. I think... The first time I went to your pop-up, you had one griddle. I think it was one. One griddle, one table, two of us. Then we went to like an extra table. And then we had <laughs> like this griddle. other little griddle that was a real piece of shit. Uh-huh. And then finally got to the point, my God, we need two griddles. But we couldn't do any more because it's, it's the only space I had. Yeah, it's you can't two griddles. And I think, you know, some pop-ups, we have six people working with us. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. with just two of us. That's why for, for me, helping out at Governor's Ball was like crazy. There was, what, four griddles, I think, something like that. There was a whole counter. We had a deep fryer. I'm like, this crazy. is going nuts right now. I we're, bringing out, we're bringing out a deep fryer again for uh, nice. Sound on Sound. We are going to do some French fries. I love it. I love it. Uh, at the restaurant, we're going to do onion rings, some fried pickles, mm-hmm. which are one of my favorites, uh, tater tots. Yes. Awesome. We'll do our, our and, uh, legendary and chopped, cheese, chopped cheese tacos and egg creams. I've never had one. I'm still holding out. I'm you still waiting. have not had I one yet? I still have not had I saw. I, I made a decision so uh, last year that I'm holding out to have first one down there. Because I've never had it. And it's crazy. Where do you? They, they're not around very very many places. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm holding out until you're That's the drink? Like, I know I sound naive. but or Oh, no. The drink is the egg cream. That's what you guys are talking about? We're talking about a chopped cheese taco. Oh, oh, no, oh you're talking about the egg well. Cream. I haven't had. I've had chopped cheese. I haven't had your chopped cheese tacos either. But oh, you've never had an egg cream. I never had an egg cream. I've never ever. had one either. Never. I mean, the only way I could sort of describe it to somebody who's never had it, if you've had a mm. yuhu, yeah, it's like that carbonated. It's, like it's, it's essentially carbonated chocolate. Milk. Oh, interesting. Will it will it hold me back from eating extra burgers? Because that's no. You know, I think oh, it's okay, much. The it. reason why I'm doing that because I think it's much lighter than a milkshake. I mean, yeah, we all no, love definitely. a milkshake, yeah, but yeah, I don't know about you guys. Like two, three sips, and I'm like, yeah, that sits on you. And I'd rather I. Listen, I do love dessert more than ever now, but I would much rather have more burgers and more fries. Yeah. Like if I'm having pizza and you gave me a milkshake, I'd be like, yeah, yeah that's no. not going to work. But you gave me a soda, that mm-hmm. pairs perfect with pizza. Exactly. Yeah. Beer works perfect with soda. So I think there's just certain things that, that work together. And I, and I love, again, where we are you know, kind of built off of nostalgia on a lot mm-hmm. of the foods that we, we make. And our burger is very nostalgic. Um, the drink should be nostalgic. Absolutely. And as a, as a nod to the neighborhood that we're in, I, I just thought an egg cream was just perfect. I love it. I love I've it. always wanted to try one. Well, oh. now you're, you're, my, yeah, right. you're going to be my date got, for the first got, <laughs> got about 20, 22 days. So hold out for, just hold out for 22 more days. You got to let me know when you go. I'll go you're with good. you. But yeah, so that's the thing. Like uh, <laughs> We're talking about risk in life and the risk you're taking of leaving a, a career to pursue something. And like you said, you do have an established brand and established product. a little more fortunate yeah i don't know how yeah. people do this stuff cold i mean yeah. how people start a restaurant without 
you know, uh, testing the waters the way we were able to. Well, do that's it. why so many restaurants close. I've I've seen it firsthand in the industry that I came from. Right? I couldn't it's, imagine. It's people don't do their homework. People don't do the work, the preparation work, and that's why I don't know. What, do you know what the statistic is? Most restaurants close. It's probably no, I don't. I mean, it's now, probably like seventy five percent of new restaurants. It's a different ball game now because I think people just in the last couple of years are starting to do that more often, where they're doing the pop ups until they can build the capital or start the GoFundMe yeah. to get the handouts, whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. And it's another topic, but you know. <laughs> That's something that is just becoming a thing now. And, of course, I mean, Gotham is, is synonymous for burgers, not just in New York. I mean, people from all over the country that are in New York. I, I've I had been, a guy do a tribute post in Venezuela. No, really? Shit. He's like, we're recreating your burger at, at our restaurant uh, for the week or something. I see this post. It's all, you know, I can't really read it. Um, but, yeah. I love it's that. Insane. And I was, I've been at pop-ups where people have been from other countries yeah. that are in, in New York and they've been following Gotham and, oh, my God, he's popping up on the corner. We're coming. And there's something about that. And, and I was trapped in, not trapped, but, you know, purpose. I chose to be trapped in a pork store for a long time. So when I finally got out there and realized, you know, the connection of food, especially now with social media, we can post right now and people all over the damn world sees it. Yeah. You know, it's gone are the days are hoping someone picks up the local newspaper or sees Channel 12 News and hopes to God they see a local restaurant. Now, yeah. you know, there's people I get, I have nothing of a following compared to you and I still get messages from people like whenever I ever get to visit New York, I want to try your food. Yeah. So to and be, that's the nice thing about having yeah. the restaurant because a lot of times I'm like, well, you know, we're weather dependent. I don't know. Like, are you, I'm going to be in those, you know, city December here. Yeah, I don't know if I'm doing a pop-up then. If the weather's yeah. good and we're available, we'll do it and come by. Having the restaurant now, it'll be like, great, come by whenever. Absolutely. And that's the thing I'm hoping to learn as well because, you know, we we base it. You do a lot more pop-ups than I do. You're almost every week sometimes. Well, now I have Twice to because I've got four got full-time employees. Well, I also have employees. I got <laughs> payroll. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got to I gotta make sure these people have food on the table. Absolutely. Yeah. Now the responsibility of this respons- is, is That's up. probably the scariest thing. <laughs> Not leaving my job. That, I was going to ask. Uh, yeah. That doesn't keep me up at night. The responsibility of others. Yeah, that's you know leadership that's, that's position the way. Yeah. yeah, people don't. That's the scary. People part. don't take that into perspective because we rely on our employees in every way. Because if they don't do the job, the job doesn't get done. We can't do everything ourselves. But just the fact that also, if we don't do our part, if we don't uh, step up to the plate as well. Their livelihoods rely on us as well. I mean, people. I think, and a lot of bosses that I've been around don't really absorb that a lot well, i think they look at employees as as expendable mm-hmm. disposable i'll find somebody else sure and we've had such a tight family mm-hmm. i mean a lot of the same people have been with me for three and a half years literally slinging burgers I on the sidewalk yeah. um hanging out by the grills yeah, while you no, go this get the van this, so nobody steals yeah, it yeah, <laughs> and, this, and this isn't about you know making it for me this is about making it for everybody yeah. who's been a part of this um and that's a hell of a feeling, right? That's got to be. Oh, sure. That, you know, you, you're winning as a team. 100%. But it's also, I mean, it's got to, it feels great also to know that you have a team to help you, but you can work together to build something strong enough that others can survive off it mm-hmm. and others can feed off it. And in a perfect world, you have some employees that really love it and really excel in it. And then you can open more locations. You can yeah. you can have a bigger team to do more private and My, parties, my you know? dream is everybody comes from within, elevates up. Mm-hmm. As we grow, you grow, salaries grow. Love that. And your equity grows mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So that's what it's all about. That's, that's the goal. You know, it's not just about me. This is a lot bigger. And you know what? That's why, I mean, we've, we've been pretty damn close for, since then, since, yeah. since, the, since we first met. And uh, I think we share that understanding is that, like, 
we love our food, we love our product. We know we can't do it without others, and we want others to enjoy that part of it and to have fun and to be, you know, when you get somebody who's never been in the food business or never done anything in the creative, you know, uh, I guess avenue, you want to say, to be a part of it, make a burger that someone says, hey, that burger was great, and they get that little spark in them. It's like, you know what? I just made somebody happy. I just made something. I did my job the way it's supposed to be, and not only did I get my paycheck, but I also have all these people that say, hey, last time you were there, you killed it. My burger was fucking awesome. You know, and that, the right, not everybody, but I feel like the right people get that little boost of spark, and sometimes that's all anybody needs to go anywhere. Yeah, we hired our our GM, uh, this guy, Ariel, and... He came to two pop-ups, and he was like, I'm in. He's like, I've never seen anything like this where the team loves Gotham Burger as much as you do. Oh, yeah. And that's... that's. Why do you think that is? I have, a, and I have an assumption. I don't know. You know, I think... I think it's a bunch of Everybody factors. always says, you know, it, it trickles from the top, and it's... But I, I think I treat everybody with respect. Mm-hmm. Um I understand if, you know, people's issues, if something comes. Like, I, I don't sit there and crack the whip on people. Sure. Well, that, does, that shit doesn't work. I understand yeah. there's some people that might need it. Yeah, there's a little push. But, you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know exactly what. I was going to say, I wonder if people, if your team probably, because I've seen this with teams, is if you instill a sense of ownership, right, where they feel like it's part of, they're part of it too, mm-hmm. they, they're prideful. They want to do Absolutely. their best, right? That's yeah. what I think it's all about because, you know, I've always been someone who it's us doing it. Even right. if I prepped yeah. everything, even if it's my recipes. I mean, I, 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 share, I share the, the, the revenue when we do pop-ups really well with people. I've paid people that I had to bring in one time, complete people from the outside, and paid them. I was like, you don't have to give me this much. Like, this is a lot of money for what we did. I'm like, well, you know. Couldn't do it without you guys. So I love that. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we're, we can't do it. I think anything. I respect people. And that's yeah. maybe... Where it comes from respect. Uh, that's a big element for team, sure. Being a part of a team, there are a lot of people, and we and we all have that feeling sometimes that have never been a part of something or never felt like they were an important cog in that wheel, or you know what I mean. Like, oh, right? And to I be think able we, to, we've talked about this. There's a lot of people that will fuck people over, yeah. especially in this business, but in any business, um, and it's about them what they can get out of it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's never a bigger picture. I mean, we've done stuff together, and I'm like, we do that again. I'm like. Your name's got to be up there. Like, yeah. this should be about you. Like, I know working f- with Angela, I've said this a million times. I mean, he makes everybody look so good. <laughs> right? Like, I look at these literally superstar chefs that are calling on him all the time to help because I know he makes them look. They know, <laughs> yeah, they know. how good he's going to make Only, them look. They don't always admit it. But, <laughs> but that's where I'm like, dude, you should be up there, not me. Um, but we also have a lot of fun. We work together, and we respect each other as chefs or cooks. Um, and that, yeah, I think that it's, I think it just comes down to having a mutual respect for but people. Yeah, and Those I think the, the other thing is you give people meaning, right? Um, well, yeah, that's what I'm when saying. you're part of a winning team or a team that has the capacity to win, which you have both. You have a, a winning team. Your team probably feels like you know you've given them purpose in, in some ways, yeah. and a lot of people. Yeah. Are missing that. A lot of people don't get motivation from people. They don't get respect yeah. at all. You know, most people I know say the same thing to me all the time. We were talking about it earlier. You're your own boss. It's such a great feeling. It's got to be the best. And it is good. And there's downsides to it as well. But when you work with someone who motivates you and makes you makes you understand that you're important and have a good time. And like I said, it's the accomplishment thing. Yeah. You know, to me, my favorite part of feeding people is to 
here that I gave them either a great meal or I gave them an understanding of a product they've never had or gave them inspiration to look more into the things we did. You know, I'm, uh, that's where I feel. And I think that people working at, in your pop-ups, you know, we're in the food business and we're not all scholars. We're not all, you know, refined. And at the end of the day, this is a atmosphere of fun, but work is being done. So things are being accomplished. And at the end of the day, you feel like you did something. You feel like you accomplished something. You feel like you oh, mattered. Yeah. There's no, there's no greater feeling. There isn't. You know, there. When you have a successful day at a successful event and you're driving home, mm-hmm. it's just you're on cloud nine. Yeah. And, and I've had that feeling for the last three years after every event. I remember one one turning point. There was a turning point. God, it was either. It was one of the events we did at Pig Beach mm-hmm. with a lot of chefs there. It was either Carl Ruiz or Jeff Mitchell. I can't really remember. And there was some of the biggest chefs in the country. And I'm here's little Mike Puma over there smashing burgers on this Blackstone griddle in the corner. And I'm not even picking up my head. I don't even know what's going on around me. I just know we have to keep getting burgers out. Yep, keep going. And somebody's like, do you see what's going on here? And I literally look up, and there's a line of people in front of our station, and the other stations are kind of empty. Yeah. <laughs> and people are coming up, and they're like, dude, this is the fucking best thing here. This fucking bird. This bird. Like, everybody's talking about Such this a bird. Feeling. Holy shit. And I remember driving through the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. All I could, if you've, if you've watched The Bear... Mm-hmm. I was fucking Richie driving home with fucking Taylor Swift <laughs> yeah. blessed. And like that feeling, that fucking feeling, yeah. right? You're just like, holy shit. That was kind of an aha moment where I'm like, all right, there's something to this burger. Like mm. pe- people really like it. And that should be, I'm, I'm assuming that's part of what helped you make the decision, you know, a few years later to leave your career. Yeah. But even at that time, there was never a thought of, well, I'm going to leave my career. I thought, it, I thought at that time it might look a little bit more like, I'd be behind the scenes and mm-hmm. I'd open up a restaurant with somebody and we'd just have staff and yeah, yeah. I would kind of, you know, lease out the name kind of thing. Um, but once I started doing more and more myself, I'm like, no, this is what I want to do. And I also knew that if, I, if this was going to be successful, I would have to be a part of it, you know, 100%. Absolutely. I um, mean, your face and, and, and the personalities, everything is synonymous with Gotham. And, you know, the burger is great as it is, but like you said, it's a party. It's a good time. And it's not forced to be a good time. We've all been to events where we're like, oh, it's a great party, but what's, where's the food? Or yeah, can we get better yeah. food? So it's really like it starts with the great burger, and it, and it ends with the fact that people are hanging out for hours. I mean, we've been doing pop-ups together. I've been on the side of you smashing burgers, and there are people that are waiting for an hour. And, you know, people, they don't wait that long for burgers. That's the first thing. It's not like, you know, we've, seen, we've, we've killed some lines pretty there, quick. There, was, there were a few pop-ups where people were like, dude, I waited three hours. And but, I'm like, sorry about that. Like, no, it was great. <laughs> i'm not complaining i'm just telling like you. i met some girl online and we, we had fun so um and that opened up a lot of doors for me to to do more stuff um there were a lot of brands that said hey can you know can we send we, we see you doing shots of whiskey can we send you some of our whiskey to share with people and i'm like absolutely bring it on if it's good i'll share it with people i love like that it. it sucks it might take the paint off our graffiti <laughs> It'll help us clean the know. griddle later on <laughs> but no it's uh, so that's the thing i mean We've, we're both products of, in the last few years, of changing things in our lives, in our careers. You know, you going from finance to food, me going from food to unemployed. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's people out there that don't, you know, are still wrapping their heads around taking these chances, these risks. And it's all about, you know, doing it the right way. You can't just say, you know what, I've always loved to eat pizza, so I'm quitting my job tomorrow and I'm going to make pizza. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess you could if you have the financial means to do so. But if you put in the work and you get the products down, I mean, we've I've the Gothenburger I had last time was the same as the Gothenburger I had, and that's the first what time. I strive to. That, to me, that was always the most impressive thing about a company like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. They're selling consistency right? wherever you go; it's the same. Yeah, and that is so important to me. And it got scary when I'd bring in other people, and I'm looking over their shoulder and be like, you know. Uh, they go to flip it. I'm like, not yet. I not I've yet. There. I've been there. Not yet. Give it, just give it 30 <laughs> more seconds. What? Um, you know, so, so yeah, building that consistency is, is the scariest thing for yeah. me because I want people when I'm not there to say, yeah, I didn't know you weren't there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you it's weren't there. You know what I mean? If you weren't like 10 feet taller than everybody, they wouldn't, you might <laughs> blend in. But, but, you know, that's what it's all about. And like, from the moment I started, help, I helped you, I mean, a dozen times maybe. I don't even know. It's yeah, been a little bit. A but, of- you know, I helped you a lot of pop-ups, and there's been some revolving people, and the, the product comes out great. There's always that feel. I've been – I'm short, so the, the grill, griddle is, like, up to here, and I'm but covered in grease and burning. It. Still like, crushing it. But it's it's not like, you know, you see the bear in shows, and you see the people behind you, like, make that part. There's never a sense, like you said, of, of – of, overpowering someone or dominating and this we look we're yeah, here there's a nice way to communicate Absolutely. you don't have to be a jerk um and that doesn't mean that we all don't fuck up we all are under pressure there are times where you know our our mouth works quicker than our brain of course we're human that's going to happen but the key is you own it and you apologize yeah and you say dude i'm sorry I'm and so many people don't do that no. so that's you know no. Well, it's all about accountability. No, and one wants, no one ever wants to say I was wrong. No, you know, no but it hurts to fall on your sword, but it's commendable. You know, and people you see to, that. Yeah. And people see that. It makes and you they, a stronger person. 100%. And you make your team strong because they realize, okay, it's okay to – one of the things that I hate, not to go off on a rant, but I hate when someone doesn't take accountability, especially a team member, right? So if you do it, you lead by example. Next thing you know, your team's doing it, right? Yeah. They're exhibiting these traits that you're leading on. Well, listen, we, we know one thing is social media has become about the hype. You know what I mean? And one thing about, and I get a lot of messages because I'm very fortunate to have some of the, some friends that make some of the best food ever. And I never lie about what I eat. If you see me raving about someone, it's because I really fucking love it. One thing is you always hear is like, oh, I've never been to a Gotham pop-up yet. Is it, is it, is it hype? Or was I'm like, I ate three doubles the other day. And <laughs> I am fat, you know, so it's not, you know, that's part of it, but I ate three doubles. So yeah, it's, 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 it's probably it's the probably biggest compliment when I see people come up and I'm like, oh, you're back online. He goes, dude. Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, no, this is my third. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Wow, Listen, right. our friend Mike, Mike Fava from yeah. uh, DeCecco Pasta, a good friend of mine. He came. He, his first pop-up, and I was on the griddle, actually. I think he had three doubles and then maybe a single or two. He just kept going. I lo- he goes to the gym every three hours, so he can do it. <laughs> yeah. can do it. I have no excuse. But, you know, like, that's the thing. And, and I love. You know what's funny? Sometimes I'm like, even I'm like, I don't get the hype. I'm like, I don't know. These are fucking, we're selling burgers. What, what, these people are raving about it. And then finally, I'll like stop and I'll eat one, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, that is good. It is good. It's like, good, is and really it's good. and it's like you said, it's consistent, and it's about the feeling. Like I said, you're not going to always be there. Gotham will will go on and get. Do you remember bigger, when bigger. we did Mohegan Sun Wine and yeah. Food Festival? That was oh, the yeah. first time I was not in the kitchen, and I had to rely upon staff that we trained for like twenty minutes what to do, and all of a sudden, the next thing I know, they're like, "We can't keep up with the line. We're going to move." another team to another kitchen. And I'm in my head, I'm like, who the fuck's making them back there? Like, they don't know how to make they my... Just kept going. And you do your best you can at that mm. point. You're like, all right, it's out of my hands. I could either stress about this or we could have fun. And we had fun and 
the response was still great. Oh yeah. Um, I don't think anybody even noticed or missed a hitch. It just well, kept that's going. because going back to my point, you made everybody look so much better by crushing it with that chimichurri oh, and fucking steak. steak and chimichurri and lots of lots that's of that butter cheered and, scallion yeah. chimichurri. Yeah, so it makes me hungry. About. It was fine. <laughs> Don't worry, we're this having is fucking brutal. <laughs> but you, I mean, there's a, there's a classic example of how Angelo yeah. saved our ass by producing, you know, also great food next to us, which just took a lot of load off my shoulders to produce a great event. Mm. And no one person can do it alone. No, and it then, takes a the, village. The fastest that you realize how how valuable your team is, hundred percent, the better off everybody will be. Yeah, because listen, uh, I in my old business, I was there. Six seven days a week when I when I went to do other events when I do other stuff you have to step away and things maintain but you just hope that things don't go to shit. But when it comes down to it, there's going to be a time where there's going to be a second Gotham location, the third, and you're not going to be everywhere. And it's yes, you're you're the face of the brand, you're you're behind the griddle and all that, but it's not reliant on you. And I mean that in a compliment because no, it's true you can't be everywhere if you're yeah. going to grow, you have to. You know, learn how to train, teach, mm-hmm. lead by example, trust other people, oh, yeah. and detach yourself and be like, you're in good hands. This person knows as much as I do. Yeah. Keep you the standard. To, you have to give some of that control. Keep the standard. You keep the thing. And that's what I think, to me, the, the brick and mortar is going to create even more of. Because you'll have that consistency of a location, of have being in your spot and knowing your griddle and knowing, you know, there are times when we're crazy trying to wrap foil around the side of the, the griddle because the wind is whipping down the streets. You did everything. So think about it. I mean, just, and I, I look forward to when I open my spot because, you know, I cook here. I cook in kitchens in the city. I cook in friends' places. I cook in backyards. And sometimes you have to, before a party, run and get something that's in a refrigerator at a friend's restaurant. Or you have to run here and you have to make sure you bring everything. The other night I did a party and I forgot lights. So I had my truck running with headlights for three hours so we could see. You know, and then you still make it work. And the team gets together and every little obstacle gets overcome because you're all trying to make the best product and make the people yeah. happy. But then when you go into this, you're going to have like, I don't even know how many frigging grills are going to do this, but I hope a lot because I'm going to be eating a lot of burgers. But, you know, you're going to have that roof over your head. You're not going to have to run somewhere to get it. You'll be able to really lock Everything it down. Everything will be centered. Yeah, hopefully it will be yeah. more efficient. Um, and the people that I brought in, I mean, from Tanya, Ari, Nina, I mean, these – they're doing events now without me, which is unbelievable. And there was one event I double booked on a day. I, I Actually, I, I booked two on a day, thinking one was during the day, one was at night. So I said, sure, I can do it. One at the Jersey Shore and one down Atlantic Beach at night. Find out the Jersey Shore one is at 7 o'clock at night. I think I remember. I remember this. And I said, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, all right, this we've got to test this out. Yeah. I said, you guys are going to go do one. I'm going to take Nina, go do the wedding. And we already got back invited for that. They're like, we want to book you again for next year. So I love that. That's a great feeling to know that you've put your team to a point where, God forbid, you can't be there. God forbid, you can't make it happen. They can hold you know, I haven't had the luck or the fortune of being able to have the same team all the time because – Everybody that works in parties with me, works in caterings, are doing something else. So yeah. if I'm booking something, I have maybe 10, 12 guys and girls that I can say, hey, look, what are you doing next week? I need this guy. So it's a little bit more difficult, but, you know, we've we've still made it happen. Last week, yeah. I, we just Broke posted. your hand and made it happen. I, we posted, that, I posted the video finally almost a year after we made the Gotham Burger pizza, and here I was. Luckily, these... 
my guys all stepped up for me and I broke my hand or, or part of my hand. And, and a lesser man yeah. would have folded up shop and they're like, I'm yeah. going to a hospital. Yeah, fuck this. This isn't happening today. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And no one would have no, said yeah. anything. No, everybody would have understood. Mm-hmm. I mean, you literally broke your hand. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, we're going to power through, get through it. Um, that's the first yeah. time I and ever. It's, it, it, it's character. Yeah. And that's something I feel like we see less and less of these days. Oh, you yeah. Know? Um, that's for sure. And as I was building my team, I realized there was like a point, because I used to like to do everything myself. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I kind of stepped back and I said, listen, guys, I, I don't want you to think that I'm not doing it. I want you to do it so that you learn how to yeah. do it. If I don't delegate the – so I'm not going to sit there and say, like, I'm going to step back, let you guys unload the truck, mm-hmm. and today I want you guys to load up the truck without me. Not because I'm being lazy or you know, I'm judging you or anything. The only way you're going to learn is by, by doing, doing it, it yourself. By doing it. Oh, right? yeah. I, and guess what? Now. That's the best way to be a boss, I, too. I no longer have to say a word. They know where everything goes. This goes in that box. That box goes on top of that one. Because it's a jigsaw puzzle. Know, that, you yeah. know my truck. <laughs> everything is. I got a little transit fucking van. This thing is. I don't know. It's a fucking pig. I, yeah, I'm familiar <laughs> with them. They're cool, though. Two Blackstones. Five coolers, three tables, three chairs, five boxes of equipment. Six bottles box. of scotch. Oh, there's I mean, a lot of whiskey. Bourbon. There's a lot of whiskey in the back. There's always, <laughs> there's always whiskey somewhere in that truck. Um, there's a tent, a 10 by 10 tent. Mm. There are linens and tablecloths. There is, is this a transit or a transit connect? One of the little ones? It's a little Ford. The little ones. Little Ford, little Ford, 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 but everything is like in there just perfect. That right, if like you don't puzzle. put something back the right way, it ain't fitting. nothing else is yeah. getting in there. Right. Oh, yeah. And you got to know, you got to put those tables in first before you put the coolers in. Mm-hmm. See, that's something, and I was going to say this earlier, but I think being mobile, doing pop-ups, private events, and you guys have both experienced this, it teaches you adaptability, right? Yeah. You have no choice but to figure it the fuck out. That's what I'm saying. It that's why when you- the wind picks up. When you don't have to worry about the correctly, rain. like yeah. yeah, and it builds character and yeah. it builds your team's character. Absolutely. So I think that should be your training. Your training for the restaurant, you know, for new employees, it's like you got to hit the road the first. Cold. I'll yeah. never forget we did one in twenty five degree weather, and Holy it was our shit. longest line ever. Isn't that crazy? So, well, it's one of those things. Like I've been on that on this line long enough. Oh, I'm yeah. not giving up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like and like the adaptability is what I'm saying, and it's almost going to be a spoiled feeling when like you don't have to run. Or send yeah, somebody to go yeah. pick something up. Just go to the cooler. Deliveries That's one of the hardest things are actually going to come to the restaurant. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to be driving around picking stuff really? up. And no, today I'm, I was at Costco, Lowe's, here, there. I'm like, no, it's it's it awesome. runs you ragged. And like I've always said, and I, this is one of the things I'll 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 say to my grave: if you don't love what you do, if you don't love making food or love, you know the. <laughs> The business itself, I mean, you can't love the business. The business sucks for a lot of reasons. But if you don't love making food, if you don't love working with ingredients or making people happy with a product, then yeah. I don't understand how you could be in the food business. No. And never mind the cushy cushy versions of the food business. Never mind the easy stuff. You know, what we're doing, what you're doing. I mean, we've, like I said, we waited till 1 a.m. to unload right. a governor's ball. And I'm like, and I'm like I just messaging <laughs> when I started doing these. He's like, how the fuck are you doing this? He's like, this is like doing a burger bash yeah. every, every week. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Set up, break down, make sure everything fits, make sure everything's clean, make sure everything, yeah, it's 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 a battle. And and look, like you said, there's never been I, has there ever been a Gotham pop up where it wasn't sold out? I don't I don't, no. is that even does that even exist? <laughs> no. No look, fortunate. Yeah, listen, it's 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 great that out the gate mm. we're pretty successful. Um so we didn't have too many growing pains. Um 
you learn to change things and do things and say, all right, you know, now I do things. Sometimes I, I look at simple things. I'm like, what the fuck didn't I think of that three years ago? Oh, yeah, always. You know? But that's about learning. That's, I, yeah. I say stuff all the time. Like, why didn't I just think about that? Or why sometimes you, you got to take a step back, though, right? Like, sometimes you're, you're in the grind. It's hard to realize. It's hard to think differently, yeah. right? You got to take a step uh, yeah, back. Yeah, you're so, you're so trained to just doing it that way. It's like, no, just lead with your, your left hand. And guess what? Now it's a little easier. Yeah, right. Um, but, no, it's 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 been exciting you know and as great as our story is i think we're just getting started mm-hmm. I, I think, think so too. i think the next chapter is is going to be extraordinary and i'm gonna spring chicken well i don't know you look 50, pretty damn good man 50, <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> 52 years old there you go. um so to make this this change at this point in my life um i should have been a lot more scared i was like yeah now i'm out well like i said you've been doing technically you've been doing it while juggling a, a Real I job. did too for a decade, growing the brand on on social media, um, getting that that burger knowledge and presence and all that mm-hmm. fun stuff that comes along with it, and then literally doing this uh, the first one like I said seventeen, but when the pandemic hit, that's where this really in seventeen started. though. What was the burger like? Was it a smash burger? It was yeah, it was, it was, it was almost. I mean, a, an early rendition of the burger we do now. So it was the burger has never changed. Mm-hmm. In principle, mm-hmm. the technique has gotten a little better. Some refined of the ingredients it. I've refined. Like I remember the when you started out, slicing onions were really tough. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have the right slicers to get oh, them yeah. thin enough. Um, my pickle slices, I couldn't find thin pickle slices that I loved. They're only the thick ones because yeah. I used to use the famous Dave's from Costco. Uh-huh. And then you find pickle places where you can now get buckets made specifically for your burger with the thickness you want. Um, so all those little things just kind of change, but otherwise it's been the exact same burger. I love that. I remember the first Am I time the only we toasted, one who's hungry. <laughs> I remember the first time we toasted the tops of buns, and people were like, "You toasted the top? Interesting." Now every time I'm seeing burgers on Instagram, I'm like, "Is that my burger?" I'm like, <laughs> "No, that's not my burger." <laughs> well, that's the thing, and that's to me, and uh, the real influence in food is a product, an ingredient, and a passion behind what it is you know and there's a there's a million burgers out there i mean i live right by route 17 in new jersey and there is every fast food and burger place from five guys to mcdonald's to mcdonald uh, burger king you can drive for and 10 all, minutes and, and they're hit all them great all. and they're all, all yeah they're all their own thing but but burgers are so synonymous with american culture and to to, to separate yourself from people and to create uh, you created a, a brand around yeah. a burger you know I, I mean? think I think they've they've got meaning, like we said, going back to nothing tastes better than memories and the stuff that you grew up on eating. Mm-hmm. You have that on a shirt, by the way. We've got it on our website. I'm going to put it on a shirt. We're getting yeah, that's like you should be on the back of a shirt. Be a cut off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to print on a mesh shirt. Um, we'll there, there was a great, one of my favorite stories that I love to tell. Doing what I've done for the last ten years was I was in Louisville and somebody told me to go to this place in Louisville. I said go to you got to go to the Dizzy Whiz. Place has been around forever. Get yourself a burger. Got to try it. I go there. I'm the only white guy in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I go up. I order my burger. And some guy comes up to me and he goes, what are you doing taking pictures of your burgers? Now I'm still, I'm doing my burger thing, influencing stuff and taking my picture. And he goes, uh, what are you doing taking pictures of this food? So well, I'm, I write about food on Instagram. I've got to explain this to this guy who's probably like 80 years old. What's Instagram? And he goes, well, I'm going to tell you right now. He goes, you're not going to find a better burger than this one right here. And as I'm thinking about, like, writing it, it was a good burger. 
it was a it was a burger you would expect to get for two seventy five. Yeah. But I'm thinking about from the other end. I'm like, who the fuck am I to tell this guy? It's not the best burger. Yeah. This guy grew up on this. This place mm-hmm. fed that neighborhood. Absolutely right. Fed a community for longer than you know. I, I should hope my restaurant lasts as long as as mm-hmm. a place like this. Who are we to say no? It's not. Well, we talk about that all the time. One thing is, I praise the food I love. I I don't know if I can pick a favorite or a best of everything because I love so many different versions of so many things. But what the problem with social media is a problem with with any kind of reviews, whether it's Yelp, whether it's Instagram, whether it's whatever, is the idea that when someone says it's the best, that means they think it's the best. That means they really enjoy it, and yeah. I think that's where it should end. Because you know what, I'm not here to tell you. Like yeah, it's said, the best one I've had. It's my favorite, and that's and, enough. You yeah. know, it's become, and we I wanted to touch on what social media is like now as opposed to 10 years ago, but, you know, it's become, no, that sucks because mine's better. And I hate that because, you know what, there are some things that, you know, I love and you might not like it. You're not going to enjoy why I enjoy it. There's some things that I may think is one of the best things ever, and you may think it sucks, and that's the thing about food. When people take reviews or people take opinions, they take it as doctrine. Yeah. They use it in a way to manipulate, you know, whether it's social media or Yelp. I hate Yelp, but I have to unfortunately mention it's it. part of the world. But, you know, yeah. it, it's everything's subjective, you know, if you go by, you know, there's a lot of people that say, oh, this is the best because they sell the Taylor Swift is the best because she sells out all these concerts. Well, McDonald's sells the most burgers and it's consistent and it's good when you're one in the morning. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't mean it's the best. What's the best is what we consider and why and how. And sometimes it's nostalgia. Sometimes it's that guy who's been eating that burger forever. And he, he might not have ever had another burger and good for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Julia Child used to used to purposely not use any brands because if she used a brand that, that she said it was her saying it was the best but she hasn't tried them all so how can she say what's the best yeah, i love you that. know and, and and people need to take that more people get offended by you know someone who who gives reviews because they become bigger than the product even and if you don't take it as you know this guy loves this burger because the onions are griddled this and that this guy hates it because he hates onions does that mean it sucks because you know i love when and, people are like oh you ruined it with pickles yeah really because 99 percent of people like pickles yeah, yeah. you oh, i hate cilantro yeah. how why'd you it's oh, the whole thing it's Look, not we, for you we put onions up the, not for you the burger pizza that we made you know and it was for us to eat but i can guarantee you if somebody would put aside their bullshit of purity of stuff and try it g- tell I, me that's not good tell me something that that was fucking bomb it was i delicious. thought it was good i thought it was going to be silly Listen, and just having fun out there we took a bite i'm like this is yeah, and that video weird. shows us looking at each other. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I know. I love that part. You know, and I deal with the arguments because, look, I'm a purist with a lot of things. I've talked about a million times, but I'm a purist, but I also love to fuck around. You know, and the whole pineapple. And both are okay. Pizza. And both are okay, but people but with, have but this with obsession. Purpose. But yeah. with purpose. purpose. Not, Just, yes. not for shock value. Exactly. Right. Not, you know, I saw the some video of some guy literally putting, you know, a pint of mayonnaise on his burger. It was disgusting. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. You my just my buddy reaction. does 80, yeah. 80 20 in New Jersey, and he said he doesn't do triples because he doesn't think it works with the bun to meat ratio. So he doesn't want. It's got to be the right bun. Yeah, and, you know, you have you have your reasons why you like things. I fight with people. Look, if you give me a margarita with pineapple on it, I'm gonna kill you or want to. But you know what? I've made porchetta pizzas with pickled jalapenos and charred pineapple and chimichurri, and you know what? It's delicious because it's a it's a carriage. You know, it's a. There are people that say you don't put why do you put mustard on a burger? That's disgusting. Or you don't put this, or you don't. Yeah. Your your onions are charred. All the char, they're bitter. This that. No, it, okay. it, you people have to separate. With I don't like this, doesn't mean it's bad. And a lot of times it comes from ignorance. Well, it's yeah. all ignorance, That's if you ask yeah. me. I yeah, mean, yeah. Especially know. when somebody says, "Oh, it's bur- this burnt." 
And then there's char. Exactly. There's I yeah, spent I mean, seven years of my life explaining that to people on pizza. I know. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. And nowadays, unfortunately, we with social media helping it is there's you don't have to put as good of a product out as you used to. I think I think the whole vibe overcomes that and the whole expectation. And you have people who've made a few pizzas in their house and got a good picture. And then they either do a GoFundMe or they get a sponsorship for one reason or another. Next thing you know, they're opening up a pizzeria with somebody else's money. And then they're opening up chains of pizzerias and this and that it's easier now to fake it to you make it because you can fake it the whole way yeah. i mean think about it look when yeah, it comes you could have made 10 of those pizzas to post one that looks good yeah and and when it comes down to it when you when you have a product look pizza burgers i mean you can really kill a burger you can really kill a pizza but a burger with melted cheese and top, it's never going to be that bad you know, so as long as there's somebody out there that can enjoy your product, you're going to be successful. You know, I know people that make pizza that, to me, it's pretty damn mediocre. But Domino's does $14 billion a year because people enjoy your product. Look, I'll go down the street to the diner and get a grilled cheese, and it's fucking amazing, man. And it's cheap. Every ingredient yeah. is cheap. But it's all about enjoying it. And now I think less and less people are putting quality into a product. It's, it's all the hype. And that's why I, I brought that up because people ask me all the time. When I go to pizzerias, friends of mine who are world famous, when I go to restaurants, it's like, is it really worth it? I'm like, I went three times last week. and it's, <laughs> I'm not lying. You know what I mean? Like, so the, tell me what you see different in social media and what, because social media has a lot of problems, I feel. Sure. I think between the algorithms, between the fake and between the sponsors that just want to pump money into no names and we all start as no names, but you know, there's no, there, I feel like there's not as much substance behind what's out there as it used to be. Yeah. But we were speaking earlier about. It. I mean, what social media is a, is 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 like a playground where everybody's fighting. Everybody's everybody's got an opinion. Everybody wants to fight about their opinion. I mean, we talk about small businesses. Yeah, I mean, people getting bullied over it. You know. Yeah, you have the because, comment warriors because they're 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 not they don't agree with the same narrative. And we've got to stop that. Like the cancel culture stuff. Like oh. when Martin's was being canceled, people were like, "Are oh, you going to continue to use them?" I said, "No, I'm going to use white, Wait, why white did you get bread. canceled." I don't know. <laughs> this is news to me. The Pres- president of the company had donated money to some right wing side. Had some right wing views. Fucking crazy. I'm like I, one. I, I don't. I don't care. I, said, yeah, I know right. a lot of people with Martins that this is a a company. There's more than one person involved, and mm-hmm. the people that I've always dealt with have been nothing but amazing people. Yeah, supportive of businesses, fundraised through the roof every time there is a fundraiser event. They are the first ones to throw product in there for free. To support. No one gives a fuck about that. Yeah. No. Like, so I just pushed back and I'm like, I'm not changing my buns. Yeah, so good for you. If you don't want to eat my burger, don't eat it. Yeah, good for you. You have but to make a stance. I said, at until, some point, you have to draw a line Until in the you sand. show me a better bun. I said, I, I literally, I somebody in the face, you, you want me to use white toast? Would that yeah. be better? <laughs> well, like, listen, unfortunately. Oh, but. And I saw a lot of people like bashing that like burger people. I, I will never use them again and they're using them again yeah of course yeah. I'm like because they're a great make, product you have yeah. to you have to virtue signal you have to make the 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 loud cry for everybody to get behind you and unfortunately we all have seen this for decades never mind with social media but just the idea that uh you know you you fight a quick battle people see you stand up when something's viral and something's trendy and next thing you know these people are right back doing the same thing yeah. and there's people that's you know boycotts and all that we've seen it, it was the lady from PETA or something they ended up her house she had like a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of fur coats and stuff. It's like, yeah. right. so there's a lot of bullshit out there. I think people a lot of just, hypocrisy. They, there's a lot of hypocrisy. There's a lot of people that just need to be heard. Sometimes they just need to be heard in a time when everybody else is being heard to jump on that bad wagon to get, 100%. to get that little bit of fame. I mean, look at the end of the day, you have a massive following and you run your page. 
there's honesty to it. We've been out. We've eaten the meals together. We've we've been on the on the street smashing burgers together. There's there's humanity behind it. You know, people are are separating humanity from like from motivation and agenda. And that's why I say in the intro to this is no agenda. Yeah, we're talking about you're talking about making burgers because of the nostalgia growing up with it and making people happy and having a good time and people meeting their loved ones at your fest. You know, it's 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 not like I'm going to make this burger. So everybody can know that I support this cause, you know, yeah, and there's no, that's yeah. not what it's about. It's about the people, right? And that I think that's one of the things with social media is people forgot the human element. You know, it, well, it's a lot two easier. Types on, so there's the people on social media that really care about the content. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're following great chefs, great cooks for techniques and recipes. And then there's always going to be the people that follow, you know, the clowns out there for the shock value and, right. you know, the, 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 the toilet humor that they do mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it's crazy when you see them like getting that validity in food. It's like, wait, wait you're listening to this person, right? Oh yeah, and and unfortunately, and you know, we go back. I think we're in contact all day, every day through <laughs> social media or texting, and it's usually like, did you see this post? Do you see these comments? You see what's going on yeah. here, and it's oh my god, I got to try that. It's like the guy took a box of Kraft macaroni and yeah. cheese, dumped uh, mm. more cheese in it, more cheese, yeah. put it in a bowl, fried it, and that's yeah. Well, look, you know, there's no one's eating that. There's two types of people when it comes to Instagram fame with food, in my opinion. There's the ones that either have been making great food for years and something sparked a little bit of a following. Not two types, more than two types, but have sparked a little bit of a following outside of their, you know, area of the world. Then there's the people that either have a certain look or a certain, you know, character to them that attracts people and the food doesn't even matter. And then you have the people like, you know, that are doing it starting a new thing like yourself you went from writing about burgers and taking pictures of burgers to getting out there in 25 degree putting in the the elbow grease literally and smashing things and and not you know you could have probably done one pop-up gotten big with it hired a chef and then like you said stood in the background and you didn't and that's one thing i respect you for i have a friend my friend yulia from italy i cook for you she has a massive following she cooks amazing she's born and raised in italy she can she takes people on tours around naples all that but, but now, that's who we are like when I am off the grill and I have people that I'm trying mm-hmm. to train, I'm like, oh, I don't want to get on there. Like, yeah, that's what I feel like my purpose is. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's and it's tough. It's it's a, it's a juggling act. It's a Absolutely. balance act. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff on Instagram. And you listen, most of us should just be left at, yeah. left yeah. alone, moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's crazy that some people will literally put you know all their their cards on these people and be like, oh yeah, he's great. Yeah, what do you think it is though? Like, how do they gain? How does a someone who's faking it gain validity? Is it because they don't know better? I think somewhere there's some humor. There's 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 a a character. You know, you you develop this character that I've met a lot of people in the Instagram world, and I feel like some of those those biggest characters you see on Instagram are not the people you meet. Well, yeah, you meet them in person. You're like. It's all tiny, an act. timid. Right. You, you, you yeah. don't even speak. It's yeah. acting. Everybody, it, it uh, is it's acting. become and, acting. You know? and, and there's, if that's your thing, that's your thing. I mean, good luck. And, and all the power to you mm-hmm. if you can leverage off of that. But there's something about being who you are, being, you know, having being some authentic. integrity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, having a purpose, a real purpose. And it's how you want to, how you want it to go as well. Because there's some people, they don't care about 
being valid. They don't care about the food. They care about the fame. They just want the likes. You know, like 100%. I was saying, my friend Yulia, she's going to, to culinary school right now. She can cook amazing, but she's going to culinary school because she wants to know what it's like to cook in a restaurant, to cook for lots of people, not to make a dish and get a good video and get a lot of likes. And I give that credit. I give that credit for, to mm. her for that, to you for being on the street and smashing burgers. Now you're going to see pop-ups and events without Mike because the brand is growing. That's what happens. But other than that... I, We've all had Gotham Burgers that have been you on the griddle or you next to the person. You know, it's 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 actually. I'll still be. People keep being like, "Oh, what's going to be your role in the restaurant? Be cooking?" I said, "Yeah, you front of house, you're yeah. going to be shaking out." Yeah, I said, "You'll probably see me coming yeah. out of the bathroom, you know, with rubber gloves on." I said, "I'll be doing everything. It's yeah, my that's restaurant. What it's all about." And if there's anything that is beneath any of us, we, we've had these meetings with the team. Like, then you shouldn't be doing. It. If if you look and say, "I don't want to take out garbage." If you know that, it, the, let's say the garbage is somebody else's, and this this is just, to me, life, the way we were raised and taught, you don't wait for the other guy to come and do it. Yeah, right. Garbage needs to be taken out. If you lead by example and do it. If you think you're above it, yeah. Grab the bag, Everything. put a new one. Yeah. And maybe that other person is, is unclogging your toilet or something or doing something in the back or scrubbing... Yeah. But you instill a culture Dishes. of of inclusivity, Don't leave it right? For somebody else, yeah, Absolutely. and that's how you build a team. Are we that drinking covers- red wine now? Yeah, we we haven't even mentioned it. As always, we're drinking homemade wine as we're doing this. Right. We're, we're no. switching from the white wine to the red because we're having some pasta with some uh, I love it. a little I bit of a nice sugo after this. You know, but, but yeah, you you have to lead by example, and mm-hmm. and there's we always say if there's if there's any job as menial as horrible as it might be that you don't want to do, then maybe it's not for you. Yeah. You know, we're, we're going to have a culture where everybody's going to be doing everything. Mm-hmm. I love um, that. Everybody should be trained because things going to happen. Somebody might not be able to make it to work, and you got to be able to jump on that line and, oh, yeah. and fill in for that person. We'll all find our groove, and everything will work well. I'm not worried about that, but mm-hmm. you can't come in and be like, "That's not my job." No, no that's as soon toxic. as you say that's not your job, I'm like, maybe this isn't your job. I've heard right. that so many times from either employees or from people that have worked events with. It's like, that's not what I'm here for. It's like, then what are you here for? Oh, we're here to feed people and make people happy. And if it means you have to go and change the grease and the, uh, the oil in the fryer, you, that's what you got to do. And that's a you team I mean? player, right? At the end of the day, that's somebody yeah. you can count on. You know, how can you count on somebody? If you say, I don't know how to do it, show me. Right. That's, you know that's how many fine. people. You know how many guys said, oh, I didn't, be, I didn't become a boss to sweep floors? It's like... Yeah, well, well, sometimes you got to sweep the fucking floor. You know, and, and listen, there are people that have teams and teams and don't have to, and you get to a point, you know, hopefully by the time there's 10 Gotham Burger places, you're not jumping to everyone every night pressing. But at the same time, you're not sitting back. You're not just letting the, the brand no. and the fame take control because that's also, in my opinion, how you lose control of quality. Easily, easily, it's how yeah. you lose control of, of, of consistency and all that. And, you know, even when you had a, a small, uh, for a little time, you had a, a residency at the Jane Hotel, right? People were coming by after. I remember people came by us doing the pop-up in the Lower East Side that were at the Jane earlier in Hadburg and came by for more and it was like that's crazy you know what I mean like th- there's going to be a time where we have to spread out eventually one day somebody will be making my porchetta for me you know what I mean and I have to do my part and show my employees how to you know not just make the product but how to care to make it right you know what I mean how to not cut corners and working under you at these pop-ups there's never a time where I'm like fuck man I'm cleaning the griddle Mike's over there smoking a cigar talking to people never are you a cigar guy no, I'm not oh well, it's just <laughs> oh man I got excited <laughs> like I don't smoke cigars but, <laughs> but he's like yeah he could be like oh and it's and it's funny like some of the guys that work with me now they're like no no go 
they came to talk to you. He's like, mm-hmm. go, go, go spend time. I'm like, no, and no, that's no. A, yeah, but it's, it, I think, yeah. And, and I've had that. Like one time I remember I asked, I said, what would you like to see different? And a couple of people like, we'd love to see you hanging out in the crowd more, mm-hmm. spending more time with us. I'm like, that's great. I, I would love to do that. But again, there's jobs that need to be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like you said earlier, and, balance. Yeah, it's, it is fine. And there's, I always, I know when I have just enough time when I flip that burger, put the cheese, that I have time to do a shot with people. And I'll run over, Love do a that. quick shot with people. I had no idea you were doing back. that. That's so oh, yeah. badass. No, it's, uh, that's one thing. And I, and I, I had a guy ask me that. He's like, how the fuck do you still stand at the end of the day? <laughs> that's what I was saying. He's like, I just done, watched you do like 10 shots We've done pop-ups, or, and I've been to pop-ups where it's like, all those bottles were full a little while ago. It's like, and, and I got you got Benny and you and everybody else there. And then and there's nobody like bombed and the food's coming out like shit. There's no, it's like, it's. I give you credit because I'm not. I know what I can do, what I can't do. I know... Maybe sometimes pour a little smaller shot for myself, uh, let see. the other people indulge. But it's always a party. It's always a good time. And it's not just that, which is the best part, which is why, you know, there are some people that might say, oh, Gothenburger, they're doing pop-ups on the corner. This I think you could transfer that into a restaurant. Yes, because the product is still there. You can, there's nobody who's ever. But it also to took me a little bit more time good. because I wanted to do it the right way. Yeah. Of course. I'd never opened up a restaurant before. I had to find the right partners. Mm-hmm. Um, That's important. And, and the right people. And, you know. Would I have loved to have started this two years ago? Sure. But yeah, I also want to do it the right way. Right. Mm-hmm. So when now that we're, we're, we've actually been an hour already, look at that. When's the next pop-up? Tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. Smith & Walensky. We're Smith doing Walensky's Grill. Oh, wow. Right by next to Smith & Walensky. Nice. I mean, an institution in New York City. Yeah. We did one last year. It was kind of uh, almost like the spark of Midtown when people were coming back to work. Yeah. So we'll be excited to go back there. And then we've got... Sound on Sound uh, in Bridgeport over the weekend. Um, I think some tickets are still available for that. And then uh, we got a couple of private events the following week, and then we're back for about one more week of pop-ups. Mm-hmm. we got Burger Bash uh, on the 13th, which I'm doing a vegetarian burger. Really? Vegetarian. But what does that it, mean? Is it vegetarian or is it it's, impossible? It's vegetarian. Mm. Uh we are using Impossible because I do okay. find Impossible smashes really well to mm-hmm. recreate my burger. We did a campaign with Violife, non-dairy cheese, mm-hmm. a little while ago, and they loved what we did. And long story short, they said, uh, we've got a, an activation at Burger Bash. Do you want to do this burger for us and be our chef? Look at that. So fuck I love yeah, it. Let's do it. Let's shake it up a little bit. Absolutely. Um, and that's, you know, part of the inclusiveness is, is all right, let's say, you know, you, you can't eat dairy, so you can't have a cheeseburger. Mm. You don't eat beef, and you want an option. I'll, I'll, I think I've created something that really mimics my burger to give you that same experience. I like that. I respect that. Um, yeah, we have a separate grill going in the restaurant that beef will never touch. Oh, wow. Just for plant-based cool. uh, burgers. Um, so there, so we have Burger Bash. Then I got a, a wedding up in Saratoga we're cooking for. Nice. And then uh, we come back, and we get things rolling. So we're looking right now at about the third week in uh, October, fourth it week? Could be the second week, third week. We'll see. Well, you got to follow if you don't already, which I'm sure you do, Gotham Burger Social Club, Instagram. And again, it's Rivington and Essex right in the corner yeah. where you belong. Uh, the burger, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, you can't, if you haven't had it yet, obviously it's going to be more it is, available it is, soon. It is good. Like, Absolutely. I, I've said this earlier. Sometimes I'm like, eh. It's okay. And then I have one at the end of the night. I'm like, it's pretty really <laughs> fucking good. Yeah. Like, it, it surprises me still. If I had one right now, I, and they travel well. The other night oh, I yeah. took one home. It was made two hours earlier. Mm-hmm. 
Brought it home. I finally ate one sitting on my couch, and I'm like, oh, I've had many later on in the evening, cold and sitting out. Oh, yeah, it travels very well. We have a a, a friend and follower in common, Susan. She's she's bought 20, 30 at at a time, and she gives them to friends, and she freezes them. Listen, I'm all like, I can only make pop-ups on certain days, so when you do them, I load up, (laughs) freeze them, share them with my friends. Wow, that's dedication. You're amazing. Listen, you know... I'm all about having a fresh product once it's cooked and, and, and right then and there. But with our schedules, with traveling and all these things, sometimes you can't always, you know. So, you with, know, with one with one exception. What's that? Lasagna. It's always better the next day. It is. Absolutely. That's I think, true. I think that's, that's true. I think once that's well, sucks. stews, there's some stews and some stoops, so, you know, like yeah. ragu, stuff like yeah. that. But there's many a times where I, I buy an extra burger to have later at night, you know, and I'm not ashamed whatsoever. And I've I had know, it cold. I know, I know. And, I've also <laughs> a, and I've also been with the aluminum foil. Like, getting nice we, all, we all know your road sodas. <laughs> <laughs> they are becoming famous. Those yeah, they sodas. are. And they're expanding all the time now. But, yeah, so Gotham Burger Social Club, Rivington and Essex, next month, follow follow the the progress we're going to get some some more announcements as time goes on thank you uh i'll be there hopefully the very first day i i, I hope you're the first one we are going to be giving out swag bags to the first 100 people nice. that show up i like that very cool so we got some swag. we got some cool stuff going in and if cool anybody tubes. bitches uh, about me wearing uh, the shirt when I interview them, then give me a fucking free shirt. That's, and I'll that's wear it. an OG shirt. This, this shirt has been through hell with me. I've worn it at pop. I have two. I've worn it at every pop up healthy with. I wear it all the time, everywhere. I love it. It's nicely faded. Yeah, th- these are these are the original logos. Mm-hmm. Now we have the new logo with the bullhead. Yeah. So now this is going to be worth a lot of like some, yeah, money yeah, in the future. Yeah, you got to put it in a, in a shadow box. So. You can buy this on eBay. It comes with chest hair. And, <laughs> and if you want to pay extra, you can get Mike's chest hair in it too. But no, so you know, follow along. Obviously, uh, we hope to one day be down there when there's a huge event going on with microphones. You know, on the street. I hope so. And I appreciate all your support. That'd be yeah, sick. I mean, yeah, I'll bring the cigars, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My problem is, I enjoy a cigar for like. A minute, and then I'm like, all right. Yeah, it gets so just, yeah, it, then you got an hour to go. It kills my palate. Yeah, you need You, you need wake up hour. in the morning. Yeah. I, I don't know how guys do it. I, I, I like I the little Toscanellos from Italy. Yeah, I you put me on to those. It's nice because you can, you can smoke it quick. So I can't. Those big ones, first of all, I feel like I'm in jail with some of them. They're just too much. <laughs> the other thing, it's like, I don't ever, I don't know yeah, when's the last time I had an hour to just sit there. Sit there and and smoke I do it in the commu- yeah. when I commute. That's why I had one well, earlier yeah. on my way because I had an hour to kill. It's like, fuck it. And God forbid you forget and you inhale and you're like, Oh, yeah, that's a little spins. too much of that one. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Especially after three smash burgers with butter in it, <laughs> covered in butter and ketchup and mustard and hot pickles and Oof. all that. But yeah, so uh, I want to thank you for coming on. Thank uh, you for having me. It's always, always fun. This is you our know, third I love, episode. I, I love talking to this stuff with, with, with people who are as passionate, and you're probably one of the most passionate people about food that I know. And it, it comes through in everything that you do. And uh, cheers to you, brother. Cheers, my friend. Before we go, there's a question I want to ask. I've, I said I would ask these questions. I'm going to finally start. Okay. It's midnight. You're at home. Maybe you're tipsy, maybe not. What's your go-to, like, snack? What are you going to eat? <laughs> That's and, a good question. My you know, guilty drunk you, what's pleasure? Guilty, what's your guilty? Know, what's the standing in, the, in your underwear at the, at the fridge? With wait, the wait, can we guess? Yeah. before? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to guess the underwear style, but you know what I'm saying? It's that thing that maybe you'd, you'd think people would be. I like, mean, the obvious thing is, like, oh, you have leftovers. You're going to house the leftovers, yeah. but. The reality is if I had something that I'd want, it would be like a microwave White Castle. Oh, there you go. I like it. Do you wrap them in the paper towel when you microwave them? 
That's the way to do it. That's how you get a little steam going. <laughs> See, that's it. what I'm talking. About. Look, we can make great food with quality beef and and quality ingredients and and the buns we want and all that. But when it comes down to, we all have those things we love. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. And it's a White Castle burger, or it's a Walter's hot dog, or it's Whoa. whatever. You know, I mean, to me, I've got cold pizza from Joe's Pizza in New Canaan, in Connecticut, one of my favorite pizzerias. Is great. And I've had three slices this week, like after midnight in my underwear. You know, <laughs> kind of. Feel I, mean, listen, I, I love cold <laughs> pasta, but. <laughs> You know, for for content purposes, like if if I had my choice mm-hmm. after a few drinks, like just a couple of sliders, murder burger, yeah, oh, murder burgers. That's it. Burping them up right now. So there we go. So we're gonna eat some pasta now. Let's go. It won't be cold. Uh, and uh, you know, follow along. Follow the Over the Coals podcast. You have Gothenburg Social Club, Mind Machine. You have my new page for Alta Pina, my new spot, hopefully opening soon. Uh, <coughs> Coming and, uh, soon. You got Rick, where is it, Ricky Figs? Rick Figs. Rick Figs over here. And, uh, you know, we're going to be doing another podcast hopefully soon. We had a little hiatus, our schedules and construction, everything going on. But we're, we're back. We're busy. We're back. Yeah. We're better than ever. We're going to hopefully do some out of Alterpina in the kitchen. And we're going to have Mike you back know. at some point because I have so many questions I still want to ask. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that was a fast hour. It was. I think we're at like an hour and a half. Yeah, right? yeah we are. It's, it's, that's, it always goes fast. No, we, no, no well, edit. That's the thing. We don't edit. We don't script. I know what I'm going to talk about for the most part. We bounce off, but there's no editing. This is all going as it is. And one day, yeah, we definitely want to, would love to do another episode. Awesome. Uh, preferably, I mean, the not preferably, but hopefully when it's, discussing and announcing the next Gotham uh, location, you know, the next corner you're showing up at. <clears throat> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. Check us out. Spotify, YouTube, hardwoodbrothers.com. Use my code, Angelo, A-N-G-E-L-O. Get a discount. Uh, Hardwood Brothers, you see, that's the, the fire's going low, but, you know, we're always, you know, loading them up. And uh, check it out, Gothenburger Social Club on uh, Instagram. Thank you. Take care, everybody.